suffering in paradise. Hmm. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamTFamily.com's transformational man cave, where we help males to crush effeminacy or militaracy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're bringing you another episode of Divine Downloads, which is Family Family's Biblical News for the Confused, where we help biblically literate males to address confusing Bible issues in their family. We're talking about the issue of suffering today, and we're going to just share some views on this topic. Many people call this time of a time of intense grief and suffering for the for the globe going through this COVID pandemic as well, uh, on top of the suffering that we were already engaged in, on top of the increasing gender issues, race issues, religious issues, and in all of these issues, there's some level of suffering that we have been engaged in and trying to manage. And we're making the point that we as males and male supporters need to prepare our families to manage suffering and grief. We are going through this in a biblical, with a biblical flavor. And the Bible, the Holy Bible, posits that we manage suffering in divine obedience. Suffering refers to hardship, uneasiness, and distress, etc. I believe there was some element of suffering in Eden. Eden is positioned as the starting place for life on earth. The biblical narrative positions humans around very powerful and dangerous resources in this place of pleasure and delight, which is, I believe, what the word Eden means, delight and pleasure. However, pleasure and knowledge was to be managed and disciplined by not eating off what the Bible calls the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That was reserved for Yahweh. Yahweh here speaking to the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who said, let there be light to absolutely nothing, and there was light. Now, by humans choosing to not eat this quote-unquote tree, many people believe it was a literal tree, by us choosing not to eat this tree, it would show humans love for and trust in Yahweh. That sacrificial act, however, seemed to incur discomfort on the first woman, Eve. You remember in Eden, Adam had a wife called Eve and she uh, provides the only record of a feeble apologetics approach or a feeble debate that she had with this animal, this creature called a snake. And that was the only record we see of a a kind of debate between good and evil before humanity's fall. She seems to be contemplating, this is Eve, the tree, while struggling with the snake. She does a better job than many of us today who don't know how to stand against inaccurate words allegedly spoken on Yahweh's behalf. Her husband, Adam, who was supposed to be God in the garden, with her by his side, seemed to have allowed this rebellion when possibly that snake should have at least been banished from the garden. Eve's avoidable suffering was short-lived as she gave in to the snake and ate of the forbidden tree, 
and then evangelized and discipled her husband, her new doctrine, with one act, which said, Pleasure is ours without limit. Why suffer any more to resist temptation? We know the story of Eve feeding this quote-unquote forbidden fruit to Adam and he took it. That's what we are referring to there. Then, immense illogical suffering began. We are making a distinction between the suffering that I believe Yahweh intended us to have, which is righteous suffering, by not eating off this very pleasurable tree, uh, versus the demonic suffering that comes from us in disobedience to God. In the same way, they, this is Adam and Eve, received immense satisfaction from giving in to temptation. They incited immense pain from seeking pleasure, opposing Yahweh Elohim, the God who created everything, according to the Bible. Now, where sophrology, this is a big term, which only speaks to the logical understanding and management of suffering, hardship, and grief, the biblical doctrine says we manage grief by obeying God's word. The Bible is not a story about eliminating grief, but a story that enables humans to manage grief in obedience to God. Our obedience is the sacrifice that Yahweh Elohim desires, the Father of Christ desires, or sacrifice of obedience. Christ explains, and this Christ here speaks to the Son of Yahweh who came, who cameos in the New Testament of the Bible. Uh, Christ explains that to follow him, we must deny self. Well, let me explain what I I mean by cameo. He is the one that the entire biblical narrative is about. The Bible is a story that leads to and explains the, the, the person of Jesus Christ and his work in humanity. We're just saying that in bodily form, he makes a bodily appearance well at least well he he appears twice in the new testament the first his first bodily appearance um, he makes a lot of teaching he's coming here as a savior and his second coming which has not occurred yet he will return as judge according to the biblical narrative so in christ's first coming he explains that to follow him this is to follow yahweh we must deny ourselves deny that lust deny that that intention to eat of that forbidden fruit to take our destiny into our own hands we must take up the cross we must suffer and then we can follow Yahweh the cross speaks to immense righteous suffering and that was hinted at in Genesis 2 verses 15 to 16 in the Holy Bible it's suffering to limit your independent pleasure it's suffering to discipline yourself in what you would like to do regardless of how that impacts and how God feels about that. Humans who suffer from lying, for example, homosexual tendencies, gossiping, egocentrism, gluttony, pedophilia, bloodlust or anger, these humans suffer whenever we don't engage in these kinds of afflictions and loss. However, 1 Samuel 2 verse 30 tells us that Yahweh Elohim honors those who suffer for him and those who despise him invite chaotic suffering. Divine suffering is ordered by God 
and has reward and purpose. Demonic suffering is purposeless for the persons who engage in it. God, however, uses Pharaoh's suffering, and Pharaoh, that's another example, assuming that you would have understood the story of Pharaoh. God uses Pharaoh's suffering to promote freedom for his children, despite Pharaoh's destruction. Also, when we suffer for God, we receive fullness of joy. Christ shows that the crown of life succeeds the cross. Matthew 5 verse 4 says, Comfort comes to those who mourn. Matthew 5, 10 to 12 says, Heaven's hearers are the divinely innocent, persecuted, and reviled. God's gospel includes divine suffering, as there is no gospel absent the cross. And Christ empowers us through his spirit to be obedient whilst pursuing and bearing the cross as temperance or discipline is a spiritual fruit. See Galatians 5 verse 23. Be encouraged men and male supporters like Paul told Timothy to endure hardship like a good messianic soldier. We may not see the tree of morality but it's coming with our next temptation. You or someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Wellesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn. Thank you for coming to the end of another Manliness Rally with us. If you need assistance in implementing and executing or following through on the proposals, on the suggestions, on the hints that we gave you today, we encourage you to visit us at famtfamily.com and to sign up for one of our Messianic programs. We also encourage you to join our Facebook family or at our Facebook handle, FamTStrong. You can also email us at connect at famtfamily.com. Lincoln encouraging you to have a great day today, crushing effeminacy. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear.